I think as girlfriends, we need to like hold each other accountable a little bit. Obviously, when your close friend has a new relationship, you're happy for them and you're excited for them, but it does change the dynamic. There has to be like a little give and take. Sometimes society just kind of gives a short end of the stick to like single women. It's unfair to like always have to be the one to like be understanding and more malleable. But I do think it is really important to be as open and transparent about that. It's really easy to end up getting a little resentful when one of your friends yeah. is in a new relationship, then it's easy for them to feel like, why can't you just be happy for me? And I think what happens in that situation is really just a lack of communication. And I think being able to like really vocalize that without either party getting defensive is easier said than done sometimes, but is really important. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Confident Collective Podcast. And Christina, happy Tuesday, your favorite day of the motherfucking week. I always get so happy when people are like, Tuesdays are my favorite day because I get to listen to your episodes. I'm like, oh my God, stop. I know. That literally like makes my day, makes my day, makes my week. I know. It makes me so happy. I love it. Um, and my voice is finally, I'm, I'm kind of sad. Like it's not kind of like sexy raspy anymore. It's just kind of like gross. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's your normal voice, which is not gross at all. It is. It doesn't sound hot anymore. I like, literally feel like Phoebe from Friends. Like I'm like, oh, I lost it. I think that was my secret weapon to getting so many guys off in Europe. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was that or the highlighter and had nothing to do with your gorgeous personality and face. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Honestly, it's so funny that you love that so much because since I had like a raspy voice, well, I feel like I kind of have a raspy voice in general, but since I literally had no voice for my four years of college, it like I'm triggered from it. Like, cause it just hurts a lot. Like it sounds sexy, but like it's not enjoyable to have it. No. You know what I mean? Okay. I hate to interrupt you, but like I'm looking at Christine on the Zoom screen. Your nails are literally glowing. (laughs) Your nails right now. Are they glow in the dark? (laughs) They probably are. I I, I got this color. Up the screen. I was like, dude, everyone around me is getting like bubble bath and like a French manicure. And I'm like, this bitch shows up with the most bright ass color ever, but I kind of love it. Like, I want to take a picture to show you what it looks like on my screen. I'm Please. Like, I'm sure my phone because it's like, it's like going down your fingers. Okay, I caught it. Wait, um, I thought you were going to talk about my shirt because this shirt, I'm going to tell you the story about it. You can't really I see it. pick one thing to criticize. <laughs> Wait, look at the back of my shirt. I'm going to, can you see it? Oh my God. I used to have a shirt like this. Okay. So this so shirt. Because everyone who can't see it is ripped. We need to take a, can you take a photo of it too? Yeah, I'm going to put this in the Facebook group, which it's, it's ripped even worse. So <laughs> this is the shirt I got when I was 16 years old in Rome that I had to get because I wore a cap sleeve to the Vatican and you could see a little bit of my shoulder. And it's like my favorite, <laughs> like I don't my favorite t-shirt. It's so soft. It's been washed a thousand times because it's like 15 plus years old. And it just like reminds me of like one of my favorite family vacations. My mom was over and she did our laundry and she's like, "Uh, Christina, I think this shirt needs to go. And I was like, don't throw the shirt away. 
she was like, can I at least sew it and like fix the sleeve? Which by the way, I was like, the fact that you can do that and didn't pass any of that on to me is fucked up, but whatever. Um, I was like, yeah, no, don't. I like it the way it is. So anyways. I love how you're like harping on Steve about his bag of clothes. <laughs> and you literally are like not letting your mom sew your t-shirt. Okay, no, but the difference is, is I only wear this to sleep. Steve wears his That's bag true. of clothes out in the world. Okay, honestly. Huge difference. Christina. Yes. Huge difference. Um, anyways, okay. First of all, you made it to London. How is it? It is so fun. So I studied abroad here and my obviously ex-boyfriend who I like to talk about all the time, blah, 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 he's from here. So I was like a little bit nervous coming back just with like the emotional whatever. Mm. And honestly, it's been so much fun. Like I have not even like, it has been amazing. Um, it's been fun to be back and like make new memories. And um, I will say though, I miss the beach already. Mm-hmm. Like this rain. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh God, this is just kind of like, oh, it's fun, but I'm ready to go back to the beach. Okay. So I only went to London on that one trip when I was like 16 years old again. Yeah. And it was so nice. Like the weather was gorgeous and sunny every single day. And I remember thinking like, this is a myth people say. And now I'm like seeing your photos and I'm like, wait, like, is it winter? And then my friend Susie's oh. getting married in London next year. And, and I was like, well, when's the best time of like, year weather-wise. And she's like, it doesn't matter. It's going to be cold and rainy all the time. And I was like, oh, really? So I, I guess I didn't realize that that was that really is like the weather. Yeah. But it's been like a good like reset week because honestly, it was like, I was in like full vacation mode, partly because my computer wasn't working. But then like now London, like I've, I've haven't, I've done all the touristy things. Like I've lived here. So I don't feel this pressure to like be out doing a bunch of stuff. So mm-hmm. like, this is kind of like a reset week in the middle of my travel. I feel like I, I'm catching up on work. I'm like just doing like running random errands that I need to do. Like just kind of like resetting a little bit. Wait, is this your kind of like your like little mini vacation from the vacation? You know how like when you get back from a vacation, you need that like time without anything to do any, like to get all your affairs in order? before you start working and stuff. Is that kind of how you feel? That's what I've that's what I've been doing. And like I've actually been sleeping because like when I was in Greece, literally I was like and I was like, and now I know how Christina feels because I was sleeping like one night I got like two and a half hours. The next night Mm -hmm. I got three hours. The next night I got like four hours. Like I have not been sleeping. And so this trip I've actually been getting like six hours sleep a night, which feels like really good. And so I'm just like taking a little, it's like a little break in the middle of my wild European escapades. Okay. I think that's good. Sometimes that's needed. And also you have friends there. Yeah. So it's been really good. So two of my best friends are here um, randomly. Like we all ended up being in London at the same time. And it was just like so funny because actually like I was re-listening to our episode last week. And even just like coming off the plane, like my friend Rosie's here. She was like, it was so cool to see like coming off of Greece, like just like high on life. Mm-hmm. It's like it totally embracing like how we were saying like there's like young, wild and free energy. And then it was so funny because we were sitting up at like Soho Farmhouse, which I'll talk about later. Everyone needs to go. Christina, you have to go. Mm-hmm. And um, we were like kind of talking and it's like, I am so happy. Like two of my best friends are now in new relationships but I just had this moment where I just like started crying and I was like, why am I always a single one? And like a week ago, I was literally like, <laughs> right. I don't even, the, the thing is that why I'm like, as I was talking to them, I'm like, I don't even honestly really want to have a boyfriend right at this moment because I'm having so much fun being like wild and free. But it's been like a little bit like 
of a interesting like few days navigating how like seasons of friendships change when like people get partners and stuff like that. And I'm so happy for them. And because obviously that's my end goal, you know, as well, like to have a partner, mm-hmm. but it's like kind of sad too, because it changes the dynamic, you know, like it just it does. Yeah. Yeah. It just does. And so I was like, just one week, literally living my best life. Like, oh my God. And like, sometimes I'm sad about single, being single. And then I remember how fun, like making out drunk is. And then I was sitting on a couch, like crying, being like, I'm always alone. Oh my God. I'm never going to find a boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. So that's where I'm at this week. But I'm sure when I'm back in the South of France, dancing on tables, I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I'm single. Definitely. I think that kind of goes back to like, comparison is the thief of joy in a way. Do you know what I mean? Because like, and it's like about your immediate surroundings quite often, because if you're like with a single friend on vacation somewhere else, you're like not seeing like that relationship dynamic and you're realizing like you don't have anything to miss. And then it's easy to all of a sudden be immersed in that and be like, wait, like I don't have this. And it's so, it's so easy to forget how you felt a week ago. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of like, being single, I think it just kind of ebbs and flows like that. But, and and I was having a good conversation with, with my friend Rosie about it. She was like, you know, like if there's ever like anything, like I think as girlfriends, we need to like hold each other accountable a little bit because it is like, obviously when your close friend has a new relationship, you're happy for them and you're excited for them, but it does change the dynamic. And I think that's sometimes like, there has to be like a little give and take. And I was getting like, I was kind of like, sometimes I just feel like the single woman is always the one who's expected to bend. And I just feel like it makes me like a little bit, like I get annoyed with it sometimes. Like we're always the one who's has to be understanding sometimes or like whatever. Like I just think that sometimes society just kind of gives a short end of the stick to like single women. And I think like, it's unfair to like always have to be the one to like be understanding and and be like more malleable. Um, and I think like as someone who really values like close friendships, I think like as these seasons change, like it's just interesting to navigate being like understanding, but then also like holding your friends accountable of like being like, okay, I, you know, like still investing in those friendships. Totally. Um, yeah, I think that's super interesting because like, as you know, I'm like, very sensitive when it comes to friendships and always like trying, I try to make my friends a priority even in like my relationship and with a kid. And it's like difficult. And I actually like found this about myself recently. I was going out, um, I was making plans with a couple of friends and they were like trying to like decide like what to do. And it's like, well, do you want us like to come over and like, we'll hang out and we can get dinner there. And then I was like, but I kind of felt like they wanted to go out. And I was like, you know what? Like I had to take a, like a hard look at myself and be like, the last couple of times I've hung out with them, they've come over at my place. And like, they're trying to do it to like make one. I think they wanted to see Nicholas. So like that was a, a little factor in it. But also like, you know, it was like, oh, Christina's like has a baby and like, let's go over there. It'll be easier. And I was like, no, like I have to, I was like, had no interest in going out, but I was like, no, like get dressed, go meet up with your friends out. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to like sometimes be able to, it's, to, to do that. Yeah. But it's hard too, because then it is like, you have these other factors that like we don't have, but I think that's why it's just like give and take. You're like, okay, yeah. the last two times they've come, you know, over to me, like 
like that. And so I think it is just like both parties have to be understanding, but it's just in this, like, it's just hard. I think it's just kind of a hard thing to navigate as female friendships are like in different seasons of life. Yeah. But I do think it is really important to be as open and transparent about that because I think that it's really easy to end up getting a little resentful when one of your friends is in a new relationship and then it's easy for them to feel like, why can't you just be happy for me? And I think what happens in that situation is really just a lack of communication. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like, dude, like, I love you so much. I'm so happy for you, but I kind of just like miss like our solo time. Like, can we like just do like a one-on-one thing? Like, I love your man so much, but like, let's hang out with him on the weekend. You know what I mean? And I think being able to like really vocalize that without seeming like with either, without either party getting defensive is easier said than done sometimes, but is really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't even know how I got on this tangent, but, um, (laughs) oh yeah, we were at Soho Farmhouse and I have a little breakdown. Um, but speaking of Soho Farmhouse, that place. So we went to the countryside for a few days. Holy shit. I have never gone like the appeal of honestly, like living in LA, like Soho House. I'm like, okay, like it's not that great. I don't really get it. I get it. You guys, this is like an adult summer camp. I was gonna say adult summer camp for adults. Adult summer camp. It is like there's like four restaurants. There's like a little bunny. There's chickens. There's like cows grazing. You can ride bikes around. You can go clay shooting. You can get like swim in the pool. There's like a spa, a spin studio. Like you literally don't leave this place. You enter into this magical oasis. And it was so freaking beautiful. I was like, wow, if you can have get a know someone with a Soho House membership, you need to like ask them to bring you. Or I'm going to share a little insider tip. You can sign up for the Soho House Friends membership. And it's like 30, 130 pounds or dollars for the whole year. And then you can book to stay at Soho House Hotels. I'm doing that. A little bit more. So that is your way in. You are welcome. I want to go so badly. And you can bring kids there, right? It would be amazing for kids. They have this whole kids area. Like Nicholas would have a heyday. I know. He would love it. I'm already planning this trip for next year because if my friend does like in fact have her wedding yes. in England, I'm like, okay, we're going to go to that. And then we're going to go to Soho Farmhouse afterwards. Yes, you you must. Oh. I would love it. We saw Chrissy Teigen there. Oh, you did? With her kids? Yeah. Wait, how I cute. Wait, so cute. Did you just say, have you ever met her? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I didn't even recognize her. Oh. She looks really different. But she looked, her outfit was on point. On point. She was wearing this like gorgeous long dress with these like knee high kind of like outdoorsy boots with like a blazer. I was like, oh, the mix of like outdoorsy chic. Incredible. Wait, I need to know why she looks so different. Because I have a theory and I wonder if you were thinking the same thing. I mean, her face just looks like, and I mean, her face just looks like she's had a lot done. Yeah. She looks very different. Okay, yeah. And like, it looks like, like, I feel like she has a very round face, like on line, Mm -hmm. like she looked very like more angular. I don't know. It It was like, she looked, I didn't recognize her at first. Okay. Well, I don't mean to talk shit on any woman, right? But, okay, so I have this weird theory that I've read somewhere, I forget where I saw it. That, okay, when you get a lot of Botox, it starts to like give your head a more angular egg shape instead of like a rounded dome shape. And I've talked about this before. Yes, it's like a thing. And it's like a fear of mine. 
And it's not even like I get that much Botox. Like I'll get it like once a year. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. twice a year. Like I don't think it's like, but over apparently over like an extended period of time, this could happen where it can change the shape of your head and your forehead. And anyways, I said this once and then literally multiple people sent me a photo of Chrissy Teigen and were like, I think this happened to Chrissy. I'm not even kidding you. I like didn't even like think anything of it. Like I, she, I had, like I like, I don't really follow Chrissy Teigen that closely. Do you know what I mean? To like be looking at her face yeah. on like a regular basis or whatever. Um, but the, multiple people sent that to me. And since then I haven't been able to get that image out of my head, like with the Botox image that I saw of like what happens to people's heads. So there's just some fear for you on a Tuesday okay. morning if you Thank get Botox. You much. Thank you for adding to my anxiety for the week. I needed that. I was feeling a little too chill. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you very much, just trying to keep you humble and, you know, keep me keep you in check. Um, okay. Well, what else is going on with you on the, uh, in, back in Los Angeles, California? Oh my gosh. We had the most amazing trip to San Diego last weekend. Amazing. Love San Diego. It was, I love San Diego. I'm like, okay, I don't go to San Diego enough. It was so much fun. We went with Steve's whole family. Um, so it was like just a really nice family trip. And we went to Mission um, Mission Bay. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like a huge bay in San Diego. It's so it's pretty touristy. And like, there's so many families there because that's like where SeaWorld is. It's like, I don't, I think it's kind of close to the zoo. There's like all these like amusement parks by there. It was so nice, you guys. And it's so funny because I think that for a long time after having a kid, like I've just been like, I feel like I've been in a party phase of my life since I was like 15 years old. Do you know what I mean? And I almost like associated like having fun with like going out and like getting wasted and like having like this like sort of experience. And I've really been learning like how many different types of fun there are. Yes. And I think that I also always was like, oh, I don't want to go like a family resort. Like that seems so lame. Like I didn't want to be like one of those moms or one of those families who do that. And then we went to this resort where I'm not even kidding you. I think every single person there was a family. Like this is not a singles place to go. Everyone there had kids. And this was like my first time being in this sort of environment. And it was so fun. It was so fun. What made it so fun? Well, I think just like being with the family just made it so fun. Being able to see like other people in like the exact same sort of situation as you made it so fun. Also, we had like this like ocean side room with that you can just like walk out onto the grass and onto the beach. And it just really felt like we were on vacation and like Nicholas can like run around like the beach by himself. I mean, not by himself, but like he could run around the beach. We had Dewey there. Dewey was able to run out of the room to the beach. And it was just like so nice. Like I just loved every single moment of it. And it just reminded me like how just fun changes sometimes through the different chapters of your life. And like, not one is better than the other. They're just different. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I always, I think I was in that too, for sure. Like being like, yeah, to have fun, you have to be like getting wasted and partying, which I still think that is fun. But like doing, like when kayaking in Greece, we were having so much fun. Like I was laughing my ass off. Like we were having the best time. We'd have a sip of alcohol. Like, yeah, there's just so many different ways to like, have a good time but why yeah partying is always like the number one thing it's like the, I, I don't know it's like the number one thing I always like 
thought of. Like it just like, it's kind of how we just grew up in central New Jersey. You know what I mean? And then like, I guess I just had a, like a wild group of friends, like all through college and then through my twenties and stuff like that. So it was just kind of like my life, you know, but this was, this was really, really great. And it was just so nice to just be with family. And it made me even more excited for our upcoming trip. Mm, Amazing. I love to hear that. Oh, and another update for you guys. I'm so excited. So if you didn't know this for like pre-pandemic for like two or three years, almost like I was doing a lot of like TV shows. I was hosting on Access a lot um, and like KTLA. And anyways, I'm going to be back on TV in two weeks for Access. I'm so excited. I'm doing like two segments for them. So this is like, I love doing television and this is like something I've been wanting to do again for a long time. Um, So anyways, I'm like so stoked about it. Oh my God, that's exciting. I know. It'll be really, really fun. Cool. Is it like the one you've done before? Yes, but actually, you know, the segments I do with Ashley? Yes. We're kind of like doing one of those. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. That'll be amazing. All right, everybody. We got to tune in. Yeah. I'll let you guys know when it goes live. I'll share them. So it'll be really, really fun. Oh, exciting. I love that. Um, All right, Christina, what are you obsessing over this week? Okay. I'm obsessed with Mayo Detox. Okay. So it's like this really, it's weird. It's like a physical therapy chiropractic studio in LA. They have them in different parts of the country. I think it started in Canada. I have a weird problem with my hips. My hips freaking hurt. I also walk freaking weird. Like I do. It's a thing. Everyone in my life knows it. Like, right, Ray? You know it. Like, I'm not even kidding you, guys. This one time I... I walk with like, okay, this one time I walked into Gelson's, which is a grocery store in LA and the security guard literally goes to me, damn, you're walking like you're about to fuck somebody up. And he literally just stopped me and said that in the middle of the cereal aisle. Okay. Like I do this like weird thing with my hips where they go like side to side. No, you literally look like you're on a mission to fuck. Like he said it perfectly. Like you are on a mission to fuck somebody up. Yes. It's like, walk. exactly. It's like a weird swagger, but it turns out the reason I walk like that is because I'm using the wrong muscles in my legs and my hips. Like it's like a big thing. Okay. And anyways, I was like, dude, I need to get this fixed because like my hips actually hurt. Like I'm too young to be having hip issues. Like this isn't okay. So I've been going to my detox. I am obsessed with it. The way they like fix me up is incredible. It is like the most painful session because they like literally- I loved it, but hated it. Yeah, they hurt you so much the way they like massage your body and like break down like all this like tissue. But it is such a game changer. And I told my friend Tiana, who I've been working out with, because she has like some like, she's like, oh, I kind of want to go see a physical therapist. I was like, you need to go to Myo Detox. She's like booked an appointment every single week for like the next month. She loved it so much. Anyways, I just feel like you need to be able to take care of your body in more ways than like working out and eating healthy. And I think that like being able to like maintain it in a certain way and um, getting that like rest and recovery is really important. And that's something that I need and I cannot recommend this place enough. They need to sponsor my life. Sponsor your life. Yeah, I was not expecting, I didn't know what to expect when I first went into my detox. Dude, Tony, Dr. Tony fucked me up. I was like, holy shit. I was like, ah, like, I don't even like, like when I go get a massage, they're like, what pressure would you like? I'm like, I would like you to like tickle me. Like, I like to be like the most 
sent like I just want to be like kind of gently grazed, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I go into my OD detox and it's basically like a full body, almost like lymphatic drainage, but like they're like fucking pressing on your body. I'm like, I was sweating. It really hurts. But then afterward, I walked out and I was like, I feel like I'm like six foot five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Dude, he literally takes my legs and like pulls them out of the socket. Yeah. I'm like, I love you, Christian. Like fucking Gumby. Yes, seriously. It's so painful, but so good. Oh my God. I highly advise if you have one in your neighborhood to go to it. I love how we're like kind of always on the same page with our obsessed with because mine is a place too. And we like never do this as places. Wait, what's yours? Okay. So first night in London, we, I was with my friend Rosie and we were like trying to go into Dishoom, which I've been trying to go to Dishoom for like six years. And the the wait was too long. Wait, what, is that the place with like those bathrooms? Oh, okay. Never mind. No, that's sketch. Oh, okay. okay. But anyway... The wait is too long because we're meeting up with some friends. So she's like, the wait is too long because we're meeting up with some friends. So she's like, oh my God, there's this amazing Thai place like right here. And I'm like, you know, I just like don't really like Thai food. Like I really don't. Like I'm just like, I just don't really like Thai food. And then we're like trying to find somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's just go there. Come on. Like it's right here. Let's just go. Like I'll be fine. Like I'll get the fucking chicken. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The food comes (laughs) and I am like loving it. But you know when, like, you're wrong and you don't want to, like, admit you're wrong? So the first, like, bite of this spring roll it is, like, a heavenly explosion in my mouth. And I'm like, Fuck. I was like, Rosie, I got to tell you, I'm really sorry. I was being grumpy about going here <laughs> because I love it so much. So it's called Rosa's Thai, and it's in um, Soho in London. It is, okay, the pad thai was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, Rosie, you can pad thai. I don't really like pad thai. I'm going to get a sweet and sour chicken. The pad thai was insane. Sweet and charred chicken, insane. The spring rolls, like, oh my God. It was just so good. And so now I like Thai food. Oh my God. I can't I'm believe you didn't like Thai food. Thai food is one of my favorite cuisines. No, like if I had, I, I would always go for Indian over Thai. See, I would never choose Indian. That's oh, a... Which we did go to Dishoom like two nights later and it was fucking insane as well. So yummy. But anyway, that Rose's Thai. Damn. Wait, can you go back there and get the drunken noodles? I feel like I need to get oh, drunken no, noodles at every single Thai place just to like see who has the best ones. Drunken noodles are so freaking good. It's like- well, I've already been there twice. Um, and I've been here for a week. Well, third time's the charm. Third time Pad Kimao is what it's also called. It's so good. <laughs> I love Thai food, except Steve and I used to get it all the time. And then we went to Thailand and then we didn't have it for like two years after that. Because it just didn't compare? No, because we just had it first. So we just had it every single day for like two and a half weeks while we were there. And then also I got so sick when I was in Thailand. And I kind of think I was just like sensitive to Thai food afterwards. Yeah, I get that. But Um, All right. Hit us with your product, honey. Okay. So I wore this dress recently and I got a million questions about it. And I love it. It's the Reformation Active Wear Dress. It is so great because it has like built-in shorts into it. So it's like really a score. Um, and the fit is just so freaking cute and comes in so many colors. I have the newspaper print, which unfortunately is sold out now, but that was an active dress. Yes. That looked like, fuck, man. I I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like I thought that was like a, like a, like a, 
like their cotton right. linen dresses or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's an active wear dress. So it's so stretchy. It's so comfortable. It has the shorts, adds like a really cute square neckline, comes in like, I, like I need it in just like a basic color too. Cause I even honestly just feel like the basic black in that mini dress would be just such a good so dress cute. to have in your closet. Honestly, I love it. I think it's $99, um, which for reformation isn't terrible. And yes, anyways, I think it's so cute and it is definitely mini, but again, I am pretty tall, but it has the shorts underneath. So you'll be good. But also, is it so strange? Like Christina and I will both put on a dress and we'll be like three inches shorter on her. Always, every single time. I don't know what is happening. Like you, like things are extra mini on you. I know they really are. That pissed me off. Remember that realization (laughs) part dress? I think it's my butt. Yeah. No, like I'll put on a dress and I'm like, it's short. And then Christina puts on and like, it's unwearable. It's unwearable. You can literally see my butt cheeks. I'm like, what's going on? We're like the same height. No, and you're even like an inch taller, I think. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's our proportions. It's our proportions. Yeah, you must have a longer longer torso than me. And I have like longer legs and like a bigger butt, I think. I think the butt is like what raises it, maybe. I think the butt, because my butt's pretty flat. Well, it's getting, I'm working on it. You're working on it. You, You got a little booty. That's all booty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I FaceTimed my trainer, Ryan, the other day. And um, I was like, oh, do you think I'm going to be fucked when I get back? He's like, Ryan, you said you had an Aperol spritz every single day of your trip. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. I was like, I'll be fine, Ryan. I'll get back in that gym and I'll be lifting weights like you've never seen before. First, first of all, muscle memory is real. You'll be good. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. You'll be great. I'm ready to get there and I'm ready to blow them out of the water. Fuck yeah. Be like, all right, guys. Don't mind me. Um, she back. I'm back. Um, okay, but my product that I'm obsessed with is actually a product I've had for like probably two and a half years. They're these Vela eyewear sunglasses. They're like the ones with the orange lenses. Lenses. I've been wearing them so much. And every time I post them, people are like, where are they from? Where are they from? And it's like one of those things where I'm like, I posted it so many times. Like I'm like, I'm afraid people are getting annoyed with me, but people still ask. So I'm like, okay, Vela eyewear. These are the glasses I invested in them and like, well, they're not even like, they're not even, I mean, I can't remember the price. I probably should have, but they're not like a designer pair. They're like probably in the hundred dollar range, but I've been wearing them a lot. The only downside is, is like, they're definitely a fashion moment. I, because I think they actually amplify the sun because they're like an orange lens. And so they like, they actually do nothing for the sun, but they look fucking cool. I feel like they just add to an outfit. And I've been wearing them a lot. Okay, those are the type of sunglasses I need because fun fact about me, like I hate wearing sunglasses. You're so weird. That's so mind-boggling to me. Rayanne and I are totally opposite about this. She always has a pair of sunglasses on. I always have a pair and then I put them on my head or like in my bag. Like I just hate, I hate having anything on my face or anything that like obstructs my vision at all. And I think- I couldn't even- like I'm, I was sitting in front of a window right now and I had to put the blinds down because they were so bright in my eyes. Like my eyes are so sensitive. I know. Or whenever we shoot at the beach and stuff like that. Oh God. <laughs> I think uh, you just have like it was sensitive eyes compared to me, I guess. It's probably, I think that like lighter eye colors, like blue eyes are more sensitive though. Isn't that a yeah, thing? I think so I think that's a scientific fact. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. That's why. But I think the, your shades would actually be really, really good for me because then I wouldn't feel like my vision is so obstructed because they don't actually work. True. All right, we'll have to try them. We'll <laughs> right. get back. Okay, perfect. Um, all right, let's get into today's Ask Away with Ray and Kay. Here we go. Um, I'm going to be living by myself for the first time next year. 
I've always lived with friends or partners and I'm worried I'm not good at being alone. How do you stay productive, happy, occupied when home alone? Um, okay. Uh, get ready to have the best fucking time of your life. Literally, I love living alone and I'm a very outgoing person. Like I love being around people. But living alone is like the most incredible blessing that is about to be bestowed upon you. Because if you want to leave the dishes in the sink, you can leave the dishes. You won't be annoyed about it because it's your doing. You don't get annoyed with anybody else. Also, there's no one to bug you. Okay. Like, let's just be real. If you have roommates, it's very rare. Like the risk to reward here is a very delicate line because if you get an amazing roommate, oh, it's amazing. Incredible. So many fun times. But let's be honest. That's very rare. So is it worth it? Probably not. I will say the one area I struggle with is, or like took me a while, is the productivity thing. I don't know why, but when there's someone else around, I feel more productive. Like I don't like just someone else being there. I feel like more productive. So biggest tip is go out and like work from a coffee shop or like get out of the house and get, get work done. Um, if you're, if you're working from home, but other than that, get ready for pure bliss. I'm actually so excited for you. I've, I'm realizing I've never lived alone. I've, oh yeah, I've never lived alone. I always had, I went from like living with my parents to living in college, having always living with like a bunch of friends to then living with Steve. So I've actually never lived alone. And I feel like I would have thrived in that environment. I think that you have so much to look forward to. And I think the best part about living alone is that you really get to know yourself and like what you actually want and what you actually need without like the pressure of feeling anyone else's influence on you. And I feel like those times where you're like, okay, like, what am I doing? I have like two hours right now. Like, what do I actually want to be doing? And I think that's the time where you could start, you know, like for you, for you, Ryan, you started like working out more. You started like finding different hobbies that you like doing. And I feel like being alone gives you that opportunity because I think that when you're living with someone, it's like, oh, let's watch a TV show. Let's do something together. And you don't really have that time to explore what you actually really want to do solo. Mm -hmm. So I think you have a lot to look forward to. So much to look forward to. And if you're worried about like being lonely, like everyone gets lonely, no matter what situation you're in, like you could be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. I think like the things that have helped me, if you want tangible tips is going to a coffee shop, like one or two days to work and do my computer work joining a gym where I'm in a more like social setting, like go to a workout class, like get out, set up friend dates, go to dinner, you know, have like your taco Tuesday, whatever it is. Just, you have to be a little bit more intentional about like making plans um, and not waiting for people to invite you. Like, just like take the initiative, make plans. Um, But other than that, like I literally, I will never live with roommates again, hopefully until I'm wiped up. Yeah. I think the one other thing that you should really do is try to immerse yourself in your community. Like, so if you live in an apartment building, get to know your neighbors. Because I think like having someone that is in close proximity that you can rely on, like maybe even like to get a package or to borrow sugar from or like whatever it is, like will help you just feel like you're, you're not so alone. So having someone you can rely on, I think would make a really big difference for you. Or just like even just having just that community in general in such close proximity is just so, so nice. Yeah, 100%. Um, Well, everybody, that's all we got for you this week. As always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us. 